Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Frontier Beyond Fear. I'm Susan Larison Dans, and today is Saturday, December 23rd, 2023. For those of you who may be joining me live for the very first time or for the podcast, welcome. Welcome. As some of you joining me may now know, as the first um, email about this went out quite recently, in fact, um, on the night, almost exactly around the time of the solstice, which I don't think was a coincidence at all, bringing in new energy, um, I am resuming my speaking events. Um, Those of you who have been with me for some time may know that um, I've spoken at many events in the past. And actually, this particular event, I first um, was invited to, oh, gosh, many years ago. And I had come back into touch with the the producer a couple years ago um, just because of some work that I do for people and through a, a series of wonderful synchronicities, those of you who live in the San Francisco area, um, if you go to the New Living Expo and their page is still under construction, you may be getting their emails and and not all the events are yet talked about there, but I will be at that expo and I'll be participating in multiple events and um, I am collaborating on a couple of them with one of my long, long-term clients and friends. Well, actually more a long-term friend than a client, someone who was on this show, although currently a client, because I do help some people in the spiritual community. Um, Jean Manning, who um, if I surface her show at some point, it was some years ago, Um, She has been studying alternative clean energy solutions and has been researching what various scientists are up to. So we are going to be doing some Earth Day-related events, and I'm also finally coming out into the world. I've talked about it on this show before many times as a speaker about AI because I do have a background in AI, particularly in um, conceptual language models, which is totally synchronistic because back then um, it wasn't nearly as interesting. I mean, it was somewhat interesting, but it wasn't like it's viewed today. And I have some very um, heartfelt things and important things to say 
um, about AI and about spirituality and about intuition and about how the materialistic mindset um, dominates so many fields right now, including AI. At the New Living Expo, um, there will also be an event that I am really just thrilled to be co-facilitating and uh, moderating um, a panel with a number of scientists um, with quite um, incredible backgrounds. There have just been just such synchronicities involved here. And it's, it's an example of what can happen in your life when it takes a certain path and you're not exactly sure why. Because when I was very young, most people would have thought I would have been a writer, not necessarily a speaker. This kind of spontaneous speaking that I'm doing on this program was not something I tended to do back then. But I would write things and speak. This show, for example, is not at all scripted. In fact, I don't do as well when something is scripted now. I much prefer to speak from my heart. Um, so why I became a computer scientist, why I got a math degree, and there were times during the midst of that I was questioning. I mean, I was able to just handle it. I actually was a very good student, but um, it required a lot of me, as did graduate school and how I ended up there at one of these, um, at a, an institution where major breakthroughs were happening in computer science. So this part of my life is now coming full circle, opening doors within the spiritual community where I have been a very um, visible writer in unusual ways, such as on the Oprah Forum on, and for a number of years with several of my posts, making it to her front page at the time, and in other ways, and in the old days, before um, life itself seemed to intervene, um, I used to speak quite a lot, and I tended to speak either in the Portland area, I would speak associated with a um, actually a national broadcast radio show that came out of Portland, um, generally if I was on site in that, if not calling in, I was at a local UFO festival where I would speak about spirituality when considering that phenomenon. And that's actually going to have a relationship to the panel, which is going to cover a diversity of topics where we are researchers, scientists, many with very prestigious backgrounds, um, or those who have been working with researchers with many books, um, such as Gene Manning, um, and um, looking at things in a much more expansive light. So I'm really excited about this. It is a relaunch of the work that I am truly intended to do, and um, it was always meant to be, which is the interesting thing about synchronicity, because um, my computer science background, and um, there's even more to this. I won't get too far afield from the current topic today, which is actually extremely important, but actually also related in an interesting way. 
um, love is always related to everything we do because unconditional love is the opposite of fear. And um, that first came to me many, many years ago during my own awakening, and I had never heard it anywhere else at the time. Um, And now, you know, various speakers have said that, various writers. But in the old days, I'd never really thought about fear being the opposite of love. And yet that is true. So um, I will be posting more information about these upcoming events when it is available. Um, The workshop is a paid co-presented workshop with Jean Manning, and she'll be talking. um, The two of us are going to be talking about intuition in science and how scientists have used intuition, Jean specifically um, focusing on um, Nikola Tesla, for example. And I'll also be talking about AI And I'll have the opportunity to talk about AI as well in a free lecture um, where I'll go into that topic specifically. So there will be many ways that you'll be able to see us, and um, there will be a booth on the floor. And I hope that I'll have the opportunity to meet some of you who are in San Francisco or coming to this expo from elsewhere And I also do welcome any of you who are listening to me today because of that announcement that went out on the solstice. Now, one thing I want to note today, I was going to say it earlier, I am seeing some indicators and I am aware that there have been some technical issues on Blog Talk Radio this week. So I'm just trusting that this show is going out right now. But I've also, because this show is so spontaneous and I like to retain the content in case um, there's some loss, um, I'm experimenting with making a backup recording. So there will be ways now if, um, if a podcast, I really only had one last week's podcast, if you were looking for it, was delayed by a few days. But it did show up and it's intact. And that was related to um, nature being our refuge, um, to think about the solstice last week. And um, there was really only one show in the last um, about six months that didn't get recorded and actually didn't even go out live. But had I been doing a backup recording, um, I could have saved it and put it out later. So you'll be seeing a lot more innovative things happening with this show Um, I may be playing some montages of some really distinguished guests from the past. Um, I'm taking this whole venture a step at a time. I know how time-consuming it is to do a proper show with guests, especially scientists. Um, In my case, I always read their entire books and um, came up with quite an extensive list of questions from my heart to ask. And um, should I can begin doing interviews again, I'm not sure when that would happen, just because it, it's a very time-intensive endeavor to do it, it at the level of detail that the quality of this show in the past has called for, and due to the nature of the guests who have come on this show in the past, many of whom have been scientists and researchers, and I could see that evolving. The other thing is, and I've talked about this before, I actually believe that um, a program, when featuring a guest, at its 
best is an active dialogue, not just all in agreement. And it's really difficult when you're featuring someone's new book, for example, to ask them a difficult question where maybe it's not in alignment with what I tend to think because we're not all going to be in alignment about what we believe. That's natural in the world. And out of courtesy, of course, I want them to present their information. In fact, I was listening to Coast to Coast last night. By the way, on Coast to Coast AM last night, it was so touching because Ian Punnett, who I actually admired as a host, um, passed away very suddenly. And it's just an example. Apparently, he had a sudden illness. And George Norrie um, was quite choked up and being his very human, natural, heartfelt self in conveying that to the audience since it happened. And it just um, shows us that no matter what our work is, we can never know when our time here, even when we're really actively engaged. Right? I was looking at some of the things he had done in recent years. I mean, he got an advanced degree not too long ago. And in addition to his other um, distinguished things that he had pursued, um, and um, I didn't even know about some of the things that he had been involved in. And I always use as an example, too, Carl Sagan, who actually was a skeptic. So in that sense, I wish he could have been more open to the non-material world. But um, still, I admired him, and he was in so actively in the midst of his work when he he was done here on Earth. So these things, um, and, you know, my empathy goes out to Ian's family and to all that knew him. I never personally knew him. I used to think that um, 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 it would be really cool. I think one night, that I think, no, I guess he wasn't hosting. I tried to call in right one night just as a caller, and it was a different host. I didn't usually do that. I thought the only time I've ever done that, um, even though I used to regularly um, be um, a caller and um, even an on-site guest at those UFO festivals at another um, show that was on Premier Radio Network some years ago, preceding Coast to Coast. But in any case, um, I really feel for that entire community. And all we can know is we are here as souls as long as we're meant to be. And I do believe as part of my belief system that it is based on soul choice as to how long we are here and that we participate in that process. And when it's time for a given life to be complete, no matter how much work seems to be in progress or in the future, then it's simply time. And that is the way of things. And there is a reason at a higher level. There is always a reason. So, um, just a couple of more quick, a little bit longer housekeeping session than usual, but I timed this live show so it's 45 minutes today on Blog Talk Radio, knowing I would be speaking for a while. In fact, I'm going to take a little drink here. Just a little water. It's rather dry today, the heat going in the house. Um, but in any case, um, just for those of you who are new, um, I, I'm in the process of continuing to update FrontierBeyondFear.com. 
I really am looking to bring uh, a few of my websites um, um, to another level of um, of advancement, although I'll only get so much done um, before this expo, and I don't want to disrupt them too much. So mostly it'll be informational right now, but um, that is up to date now with the latest shows, including the podcast last week if you were looking for it and couldn't find it. Um, so FrontierBeyondFear.com is where you can learn more about this show. And um, this show is syndicated on um, it broadcasts live on Blog Talk Radio. And thank you, Blog Talk Radio, for featuring the show live. But let's see, I know it was featured beforehand. Let's see if it is right now. I always like to thank them, and I know they're working. In fact, things seem to be working quite well. Things look quite normal despite a message on the screen. That's good. Um, so, yes, thank you, Blog Talk Radio, for the shows currently in the, the number one slot under live and upcoming shows. And um, also, let's see here, under live spirituality, and I appreciate that. It is my intent to get a message out about unconditional love and about the power, the true power and reality of spirituality in our world and that this is indeed science and there are researchers studying it and I am one of those researchers and there are many others and that we can claim this science so that truth is elevated because if science isn't the study of truth um, and the true nature of reality, um, although science evolves in our understanding, if it gets stuck and refuses to study the actual nature of reality, then that's just a very limited paradigm in science, which I now call um, materialistic fundamentalism because it can be very rigid and have no interest in exploring the actual nature of reality, which is spiritual, not strictly material, and there is a great deal of evidence of that. So, to the topic of today's show. I felt that today was an important time, um, no matter how, um, some of you, I know you're listening in different parts of the world. Um, I noticed I saw a slight increase this week in people listening from the U.S., which, um, and that was even before this email went out from the New Living Expo with the link to my site. So somehow more people in the U.S. Um, discovered this show recently. And um, But wherever you are listening, this time of year may carry very special meaning for you in your own way, or it may just be a particular time of year. It, whatever this time of year means to you, this holiday time for many throughout the world, um, and also those of us who um, very much um, treasure our experiences in nature and the symbolism of the return of the light, which is associated with the winter solstice, or even just the contrast between light and dark, which is very much related to the topic today, the solstice, 
the winter solstice is particularly encouraging in the sense, although they both are in their own way, just because it's an invitation to the light to grow. We are now in a period where the light is growing. And even if you just experience the summer solstice, as I know, um, one set of listeners that shows up, they're either in, it, I think it's Australia, um, some may be in New Zealand, Zealand, but wherever you are, and there are others who um, just experience the summer solstice in other countries, I welcome you. For you, it's a celebration of the light because you're seeing the fullness of the light. Even though now the light will diminish, you will hold within your hearts the celebration of what it's like when the light has risen, shining upon the landscape. That light is symbolic of the unconditional love of the omnipresent divine. In the midst of that unconditional love, which is unwavering, and there comes a time, and I've done it many times on the Oprah Forum, I did it often, and in many other places when I have been more present and um, my voice has carried farther. What I am most known for is standing up for the unconditional love of the divine. It is not associated with fear. It is not associated with darkness. And these are things that that um, are misunderstood. It is pure, unconditional love. In our world today, we get stuck in patterns personally and in other ways. We are all going to be imperfect at times. We're all going to experience fear sometimes. We're all going to experience this feeling of um, being slighted or or dysfunctional relationships. Um, we may feel that we are being disempowered. We may sometimes um, inadvertently seem to disempower others. But if we are in the space of true unconditional love, we aren't looking for a reason for someone to suffer. No matter what has happened, every single person in this world has been on a difficult journey and how they came into that space. If you could see their entire life, that it's funny. I just heard someone describe the story of Scrooge, for example, although they didn't understand it very well, because at the end, Scrooge, in fact, I like the Grinch even better. That that's a simpler um, story, if you're aware of the story of the Grinch. Watch the Grinch sometime. In fact, I actually blogged about this many years ago um, and, and in detail. The Grinch, at the end, spoiler alert, could not have been more welcomed and accepted after having an awakening. That's what unconditional love can do. It reaches out to everybody. Something else I have spent many years on, including from almost day one, but um, my Prophetess Legacy Project has involved looking at prophecy. In fact, today... I was working on my Mother Shipton site because that needs to be updated. 
And if you go over there, it actually does talk about the events because there's a calendar on that site that I'll be involved in at the New Living Expo. But um, the prophecy, prophecy is seen through the eye of the beholder. You can see accurate things and misinterpret those things. That is very possible because we see through imperfect eyes. And when things get cast into tremendous judgment and fear, I will stand up fully for the unconditional love of the divine. This is not personal in any way, if anybody thinks it's somehow personal. No, it's something that is, um, although I've had many conversations over the years, um, some not so long ago and others farther back, where I've had empathy for people who have different points of view on this. But there are many of us who have had powerful spiritual experiences confirming the, the love that is present. And though there can be darkness that can cause us to stray from seeing the light. And in fact, we're here on this earth because we didn't, we chose not to see the light fully. This is a, a very unusual experience, although we can't really know how unusual. It may happen in other places too. I'm always cautious about making the earth um, so incredibly special. Every place is special. But I would tend to believe, given the vastness of this this universe, this multiverse, that there's a diversity of experiences throughout, but that we have different opportunities to learn and grow in different places as souls. And here, we don't see the light fully. We glimpse it. Sometimes we have tremendous amazing spiritual experiences. I would not be here doing this spiritual work at all um, if not for having my own awakening many years ago, which I've talked about many times. Um, We need not ever doubt in the unconditional love of the divine. It does not have characteristics that can be imperfectly here on earth as we go through these experiences. I do not believe in empowered darkness. I believe that diminishes God, the divine. There can be um, degrees of darkness in the world. There can be things that are associated and skewed by darkness, yes. But these things do not carry power to challenge the light. They are just a diminishment of the light. And every being in this multiverse has the opportunity to know the light. Because they are inseparable from the unconditionally loving, omnipresent, divine. I'm now going 
to perceive, no matter what your spiritual path, you will find this meaningful. In fact, I lost my place in the book, but I will find it very quickly. Here we are. I went right to it, even though my bookmark fell out. Um, 1 Corinthians 13, and I'm going to begin just before in 1 Corinthians 12. But eagerly desire the greater gifts. We'll stop right there. This is going to be a mindful exploration. It will likely go into the podcast as well. It's important at this time as we look to the new year and we work with our fears and our misconceptions. The greater gifts are spiritual gifts aligned with unconditional love, not with fear, not with judgment, not with darkness, not with um, not with ego. They are aligned with the omnipresent divine, which is now described. God is love. And now I will show you the most excellent way. By the way, that is love. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, but have not love, I gain nothing. Let's stop. This is so important because, yes, we are imperfect human beings, And there are times we're going to be caught up in things. Um, Sometimes we'll have, um, a lot of times, um, relationships can be difficult. There are projections that are incorrect. All kinds of stuff can happen that is unpleasant and dark. And the point here is if we stray from love, and we'll never do it perfectly, But if we stray from our understanding of what love is, what true unconditional love is and forgiveness, and this is what this passage will explain very well, we can't productively move forward. We will always have challenges. I've acknowledged many times in this world right now, no matter where you are, Um, And in the U.S. as well, people are experiencing challenges right now. It's very rampant in the spiritual community. Even the work that I have ahead this year is requiring tremendous trust that it will all come together and be fully supported. 
We need to trust in our paths when we're guided by love because love will help us. That doesn't mean we won't have any challenges. We're here having a growth experience. But cling, cling to these words that I'm to share with you today because unconditional love is the key. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. That right there knowing that God is love, tells you that there is no hell. Right there. That no loving God could be associated with such a horror. That's not possible. And those of us who know unconditional love will stand for that till the very end of time if we had to, but we wouldn't need to because God is beyond our conception in the ability to love. We can't even fathom how loving God is. It's the opposite of the fear-based portrayal that is so common. And even though we are often deceived, in fact, people have said there's so many prophecies that can come um true in ways you don't expect, how um, many are deceived by fear um, during difficult times. Some people think these are the end times. Um, I have hoped that, that we are not in the end times. There can be many prophecies, things that people see accurately, but their interpretations may not be correct. That's very common. And I've studied a lot of prophecy and know that. In fact, I needed to stop studying prophecy because some of it was so dark. But there's a lot of projection in prophecy, what people project onto it. But they have to see what they are seeing. And they may not even be able to explain it in words of their times. But there have been examples of people seeing remarkable things. Do we see perfectly? Well, a part of this passage is going to talk about that as well. Just checking here on the, sure I have the, just doing a technical check here very briefly. Here we go. Good. Things are proceeding well today. I'm glad to see it. All right. Let's return. Let's be reminded love. And let's remember, many of us are taught to believe, and in fact, to me, if this isn't true, nothing matters. If God is not love, nothing matters. In fact, all the nothingness of the first part of this would be true. God is love, and God is unconditional love as described in this chapter. Let's repeat Love is patient. Love is kind. 
It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. I have found in my life one of the most challenging things that could happen is when um, something um, inappropriate is directed at you. It's quite normal to be indignant and even angry. And I know that we're having an imperfect human experience, but we also do need to stand up for ourselves in an empowered way when, um, when needed. Don't let people diminish and disempower you. You need, but we need to find a balanced way to be empowered because it's really easy to get caught up in our human imperfections, our human experience. But with that said, it's also important to be empowered. Be who you are. Honor who you are. Do not agree to a falsehood, which happens so often. That happens a lot with beliefs. It's happened to me recently where you're silent about something. That happens a lot in our world, even when you know better. And if anyone knows better about unconditional love through all the many experiences and dialogues I have been through, I have been taught that lesson in some of the most difficult ways over time and some of the most amazing ways over time because unconditional love is amazing. It is the divine in all of its most magnificent essence and you will feel it once you know it. And we don't always see it and it's in this chapter too. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. I always find that interesting, that the truth is contrasted with darkness. I prefer the word darkness. Um, Because the truth is the light. When light is shown, the truth is revealed. And there are so many ways we need to see the truth in our world, the actual truth, and not be disempowered by someone pushing their truths that don't resonate. If it doesn't resonate with you, let it go and move on. You may not appreciate what I'm saying about love, but someday you will know, because I am fully confident in this unconditional love, and we can be thankful that we will all know it someday. This isn't a a game like the world of somebody has to pay. No, that's not the way it works. This is about unconditional love. Unconditional love. That is the divine, and it is more amazing than anything else that we could possibly conceive of. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Yet another place, if there was a hell, those of you who are worried about it or think that it's true, that would be the ultimate failure of love. 
It would be the negation of God. That's what it would be. Because God is love. It would be the triumph of darkness. Love cannot be defeated. Love is in command. Love, there's no command. Love is in control. But we do have freedom within the midst of it. There is darkness and light and degrees of darkness, but nothing can take the light away. We are here to learn more about love. And today I'm needing to teach about love so that those of you who need to hear it will hear Those of you who close your ears to it, you'll hear it eventually in your own way because God is omnipresent, unconditional love. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. That is so important regarding what we think we know in the midst of some of our spiritual experiences. We are still imperfect here, even though the omnipresent divine is present. So sometimes we may think that we see something, and yet we're not seeing it clearly because we are imperfect human beings. The clarity is in this chapter. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully even as I am fully known. That's a beautiful expression. I'm trying to make this quicker because the live show is going to end soon. And I appreciate those of you who are here with me live, especially those who are here for the first time. This is all about our being here on earth as souls with blinders on. I believe that where we came from, we saw the truth. We could see the light. We could see the unconditional love. We could see that we were inseparable. But we came here to learn and to grow in a place where we can't see as clearly. And now, these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. There is nothing greater than the unconditional, omnipresent love of the divine, of spirit, of the universe, if you prefer that term, the multiverse. I I know that this love is very personal. I know that you are loved as you. You are not just ego, as some say. You are a beloved being, a beloved created being. And you are loved so very much more than you could even imagine how much you are loved. And you will never be abandoned. None of that makes logical sense anyway. Many people have pointed that out. How, um, how could someone be deceived 
into the darkest fate imaginable. That's not even fair. That wouldn't happen. We have a loving, caring, wise divine, not some expression of the most imperfect perfect aspects of humanity. Unconditional, omnipresent love is the answer. It is light itself. It is who we are. Even as we are these souls wandering through the earth imperfectly, not always acting in accordance with this chapter, and it is a wonderful reminder for us all. So thank you. I managed to make it to the end of the show. Um, live audience, thanks for being here. FrontierBeyondFear.com. I should be live next week, every Saturday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. I will be here again. And thank you to those of you listening across time. As more of you discover this show, you will find um, that I bring forward truths from different areas and talk about them in the most expansive, loving way, an enlightened way, and light, with light. I have things to learn and be reminded of. We all do. We're having an imperfect human experience. But there are such beautiful reminders for us. And at this time of year, we are called to this higher knowing, to this higher realization of what the divine actually is and how it speaks. It is always aligned with love, unconditional love. That's how we can know that we can feel it as it flows. And yes, it is personal. I will remind you of that again, just how much you are loved, as imperfect as each of us is, Perfectly imperfect in a way because we're supposed to seem imperfect here. If we were across the veil, it would be much different. Ian Punnett can see now where he came from, where he is. It was no great um, revelation to him, I'm sure. It is the most unimaginable thing, this love that awaits us. And it's the only way it could ever be. So thanks again for listening. I'm pleased that things worked well. See, I had faith despite seeing warning messages and all kinds of reasons why it might not. And I have my backup recording, too, in case I need it. But I trust that you've been listening live and appreciate this time of love and sharing from our hearts. So thank you again, and I will see you here next time. Do explore the archive if you're new to the show. So see you next time.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.